honey, it's so funny the way I feel with you. Start heedin' because I'm needin' a love that should be due. Your kiss would be a revelation, so put a few in circulation. Stop stallin', begin fallin' the way I fell for you. Hang on to me, hang on to me. I'd like to hang you on my family tree. We gotta get together, better start in now. You're over there, I'm over here. Come over closer and lend me your ear. We gotta get together, better start in now. You've run around, never found just what you've been looking for. Now that you're here, tell me how could I ask for more? You've got the charms and I've got the love. Here in my arms you will fit like a glove. Oh, we gotta get together. You better hang on to me. Park hangs on to Tilford. Ham hangs on to eggs. Flies hang on to fly paper. And garters hang on to legs. Lee hangs on to parents. A lace hangs to a shoe. Like they hang together. We gotta hang together too. Salt hangs on to pepper, and Scotchmen hang on to dough. Please hang on to Airedales, and the shad hangs to its row. Hot dogs hang to mustard, and oyster hangs round in a stew. Everyone hangs on to someone, but all I hang on is you. So hang on to me, hang on to me. I'd like to hang you on my family tree. We gotta get together. Better start in now. You're over there and I'm over here. Come over closer and lend me your ear. We gotta get together. Better start in now. You've run around, never found just what you've been looking for. Now that you're here, tell me how could I ask for more? You've got the charms and I've got the love. Here in my arms you will fit like a glove. Oh, we gotta get together. You better hang on to me. You better hang on. I love that. Oh, that's right. It's just on cover. Time for the microphone break here on your God's radio show. Mic uh, break number one. That was Cliff Edwards. You can call him Ukulele Ike, and he did hang on to me. Before that, James P. Johnson did Jersey Sweet. Now, this is Courtney T. Edison, your contract WFMU, and oh, this is really special. I have a breaking announcement right now. This, this is very important. Stop what you're doing. You've got to pay attention. You can't, what they call multitasking. You can't do that when I tell you this. I'm going to tell you what the next big thing is. You ought to know, don't you? You're going to find out about it here first, before the rest of the world realizes that it started right here on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU. The next big thing is going to be GRR. That's right. The Great Radium Reviver. That's right. See, Delbarton Industrials is my friend, Remy Delbarton, uh, they were excavating some long-ago demolished uh, factory acreage in New Jersey. They don't ask. Anyway, they unearthed several tons of buried radium canisters. Well, they opened one up to check it out, and this stuff was still good. It works. So, Del Barton decided to put it to good use in, in new products. Now, some of you are young, but around a century ago... I remember radium was everywhere. Every product contained a healthy dollop of radium. There were, there were a couple of minor problems, but, but what followed was a corporate rush to judgment to get radium off the market. Now, these problems were not insurmountable. Human ingenuity, the spirit of innovation, could overcome any possible hazards. So, uh, uh, Del Barton can and, and will uh, correct this historical injustice. People, people love radium. People want radium. And there are some who think people need radium. Uh, well, as you're about to learn, Del Barton is here to serve 
soon to be growing demand. Uh, many Del Barton products are going to begin using this invaluable and versatile, it's very versatile, this element. Now, for too long, it's been shunned as hazardous. It's been called carcinogenic. Some claim it's simply not posh. Well, in the coming weeks, we intend to feature commercials, uh, chronicles, and, and public service announcements about the GRR, the Great Radium Reviver. We have enlisted several members of the Bodenheim clan to participate. So, I'm, I'm letting you know right now. You want to make some money? Invest in radium-based products. And Del Barton is actually considering a public offering. You just follow it in the newspapers. And now we're going to kick off the campaign. Right here on the York Kaiser Show, the great radium reviver. Here's, here's Gus Bodenheim. Calling all retailers, rack jobbers, promo donnas, and especially broadcasters. Do we have a campaign for you? Gus Bodenheim here for Del Barton with a new promotion for an upcoming line of products that'll send your profits soaring. An exciting line of everyday products that invite the consumer to rediscover radium. That's right, rediscover radium, old 88. But first, a little history. Once upon an industry, radium was everywhere. A Nobel Prize winning ingredient working its magic in all manner of products. From fluorescent wall clocks to invigorating bottled water to toothpaste of megawatt brightness. Then came the great scare. Jaw dropping accusations of hazards, carcinogens, cooties. Until in a craven corporate rush to judgment, radium was maligned and suppressed. Called bottled death and banned. And so it stood, decade upon decade, radium, our luminous friend, permanently forgotten. Well, not quite. Wouldn't you know it, recently your friends at Delbarton Industrials were excavating some long-demolished factory acreage off the coast of Hohokus in advance of a grant-juicy low-income housing initiative, and they unexpectedly unearthed megatonnage of buried radium. Testing showed it was still good as new, farm fresh and throbbing with randy isotopes. So they decided, hell, let's use it. And they did. And soon you'll be selling it, feeling the warm glow of profits as you help America to rediscover radium. Yes, rediscover radium through a cornucopia of products, including radium pancake syrup, radium vapes, radium lawn fertilizer, radium chewing gum, radium bee repellent, radium binkies, radium suppositories. And in order to saturate the market with radium-rich merchandise, gangway for a Del Barton deluge of exciting in-store displays, comprehensive newspaper advertising, rube-tickling contests, invasive door-to-door -door hectoring, and yes, can't miss radio spots designed as real grabbers for today's spendiest demographic sectors. Promoting today's great radium revival. GRR. Check it out, y'all. Yes, GRR. Grrr. Grand profits. Great consumer relatability. Ripping promotion. And of course, growing profits with an unstoppable half-life. All thanks to GRR. Check it out, y'all. The great radium revival. If I've stoked your curiosity, call your shady Del Barton contact now and request an introductory sales kit with everything you'll need to rediscover radium. I'm Gus Bodenheim saying rah for radium. It's elementary. Thank you. 
whatever you do, I want you, want you to know I love you. Whoever, whoever you miss, whoever, whoever you kiss, I'll always, always say this, I love you.
Chattanooga choo-choo, the Rock Island, the New York Central, the New Haven and Hartford, the Pennsylvania, the Missouri Pacific, the Southern Pacific, the Northern Pacific is terrific. Oh, but Jack, you heard of the IC and the Santa Fe, but you gotta take a ride on the TV. I'm biding time aboard the Texas and Pacific. Past Big D didn't stay about a half an hour to be specific. Cowtown's just a short way, heading southwest on the Texas and Pacific. Big wheels clacking around, all the sights that I've taken are quite terrific. I'm West Texas bound, say Mr. Porter, I've wired my gal, she's waiting in El Paso for me. Say Mr. Porter, that's Pecos no less, my studs and needs a dusting and my pants need a press. I guess I'll have to find a half to tip to Porter. He says, when I arrive, we'll take a trip across the border. Honeymoon in Juarez, cause the TP special gets me there and much less. That was Louis Jordan and his Timpany Five. With Texas and Pacific. Before that, Red Norfolk at the Decca Stomp. We heard Fats Waller, Thomas Fats Waller, with Sweet Sue, Just You. And Ruth Edding did Lazy Day. Now, um, I just want to say, I just want to get something off my chest here. It's your Kaiser here in WFMU. Every so often, some WFMU listener writes to me and he says, this is what the letter usually says, so, hey, we have a garage full of our granddad's 78 RPM records, and we need to get rid of them. Please come over soon, as you can, and make us an offer, and you can buy them. As you know, they say, as you know, 78 RPM records are very rare. We are positive you will find many valuable discs in our grandpappy's collection. Well, this is like a routine. I get these letters. I write back. I say something like, please name some of the artists on these rare and valuable 70 RPM records you want me to come over and pay for. And they were they write back, invariably it's something like, oh, there, there's a lot of Perry Como discs, and Frank Sinatra, and uh, Betty Goodman, Vaughn Monroe, Jan August. There's a soundtrack set from the musical Oklahoma. Uh, we have some rare, rare Glenn Miller sides, Rudy Valley. Uh, we have two discs called Christmas Favorites, and there's one by Bronco Bob. There's many, they, they say, there's many, many other rare and valuable discs. They're a little beat up, they say, uh, these letters. Uh, our grandfather never changed the stylus on his Victrola, and he never put the records back into sleeves after he finished playing them. A few of them are cracked, uh, but glue can fix that. We saw it done on the YouTube, I don't know what that is, he says, can you come over in the next few days and please take these records, pay for them too. That's what these, that's what these letters invariably say. I get them every week. 
and I write back to them. Uh, what I write back to them is my own little form letter at this point. It says, Dear Sir or Madam, we serious 78 RPM record collectors have a word for those kinds of discs. Landfill. As I said, this is, this is a routine. Happens every week. So look, you, the listener, if you have a stack of 78 RPM records that have been sitting in your damp basement for decades, the only people I know who will buy them and put them to good use are skeet shooting clubs. Let me impress upon you, once and for all, this program plays only 78 RPM records, but despite what it says in the, the United States Declaration of Independence, don't ever labor under the delusion that all 78 RPM records are created equal. Unless you are a fool. In which case, delusions are your prerogative. Now look, here, up next, we're going back to the music, but we have something really special here. It's everything special, of course, I know. I'm, I'm just the king of hyperbole, that's what I am. But look, this, I, found, I forgot I even had this record. It's a recording made by my brother, my, my big brother, uh, Julius Edison. He, he's referred to as the older codger. He made, he had a recording career, and I happened to play one of his records. I know you're going to listen to it and you're going to think, well, that sounds like Courtney. No, I sound like him. So here is my, the older codger, uh, Julius Edison, uh, with a recording he made many, many decades ago. It's a 78 RPM record. There's a great big mystery, and it sure is worrying me. It's Diddy Watt Diddy. Diddy. I wish somebody would tell me what Diddy Watt Diddy means. Something a girl about coffee for. She says, come on, Papa, give me some more. I've got Diddy Watt Diddy. She wants some of my Diddy Watt Diddy. I wish somebody would tell me what Diddy Watt Diddy means. So I went out and I walked around. Somebody yells, say, who look, look, look who's in town. It's Mr. Diddy Watt Diddy. <laughs> Mr. Diddy Watt Diddy. And I wish somebody would tell me what Diddy Watt Diddy means. Daddy sat on it and said, Daddy, you sure is sweet. <laughs> Mr. Diddy, why did it? Mr. Diddy, why did it? I wish somebody would tell me what Diddy, why did it be? I said, Sister, I should be gone. Just <laughs> give me that thing that you're sitting on. <laughs> my, my Diddy, why did it? Come on, come on, give me my Diddy, why did it? I wish somebody would tell me what Diddy Watt Diddy means.
time I mean what I say. I found the one, the only one. He's got me acting this way. I love no one but he, he loves no one but me, we love to be with we that than most persons in the case he calls the stolen false teeth murder clue. The scene is in Mr. Trace's private office as he calls for his assistant, Spike Delancey. Yes, boss, did you call? Yes, Spike. I've been having trouble, as you probably have been able to see. Saints Preservus, boss, your smile is different. Someone, Spike, has stolen my prosthetic appliance. You don't say, boss, that you're without your teeth. That's exactly what I say, Spike. Well, who would, who would want your teeth, Bart? I don't know who could pull a dastardly trick like this. Where did you last see them, Bart? Well, I had lunch at the lunch counter downstairs. Then I came up to the office, and about a half hour later, I noticed that they were missing. Saints preserve us, boss. There's only one clue, Spike. Yes, sir. This set of fingerprints on the edge of my desk. Saints preserve us, boss. Fingerprints on the edge of your desk. Yes, I want you to run through our file and see if you can place them with any of the criminals we've dealt with in the past. All right, boss, I'll be right back. Just as soon as I check through the file, see if I can match up those, boss. That's what I want you to do, Spike. Now, if I could only find those, I could get back to my job of crime detecting. Oh, any luck, Spike? Turn around, pally, you say, Spike. What? Who are you? What do you want here? You, lurking there behind the gray curtains, covering my window. Well, you, with the dagger in your hand. You look so insipid the way you talk. Insipid, you say? Yes. You don't look like the old Mr. Keenly who's tracer than most persons. I'm as traced as any lost person. You're a person, and I'll be people if you're going to trace around here, lost. I certainly think you're barking up the wrong tree. Just a moment, people. I've traced you long enough. From now on, I'm keen. Keen to it all. You've lost to that, people? Yes, I'll purse along with you on that. But wait until my assistant, Spike Delancey, gets back. He ain't coming back. You mean... He's keen, people. Lost. I'm treated. At last. 
today we heard part one of a two-part story from the files of Mr. Trace, keener than most persons. The case he calls the Stolen False Teeth Murder Clue. Pardon me, <laughs> I think I've dropped a plate. That's a foolish thing to do. But I'm glad I introduced myself to you. Pardon me if I should criticize, but you really can't deny. There's a fascinating twinkle in your eye. I know that I'm no poly plover, and moreover, I'm no Casanova, but I like you just the same. Pardon me, I feel a great big chump as goofy as can be. If I look like that to you, then pardon me. Pardon me, I know what's on your mind, but you don't know what's on mine. And before you do, I think I'll draw the line. Pardon me, it's true, I never knew such a captivating smile. For a smile from you, I'd gladly run a mile. I know that I'm no poly plover, and moreover, I'm no Casanova, but I like you just the same. Pardon me, it's turned out nice again, you're as busy as a bee, and if I get busy too, then pardon me. Pardon me, I think we've met before, that's what all the young men say. Won't you come out for a walk with me today? Pardon me, I'd like to hold your hand like the movie fellas do. I'd be proud to let folks see me out with you. I know that I'm no poly clover, and moreover, I'm no Casanova, but I like you just the same. Pardon me, I don't mean to offend indiscreet though I may be. And I hope the likes of you will pardon me. Hello, what's this? Oh. 
them. Pardon me, I'll go and tidy up and put my hat on. Well, with that, there was a recording by George Formby, and it was called Pardon Me. Before that, the Slim Gaylord Trio did the Sighing Boogie. I'm sorry about the condition of that record. I only have one copy, and I've played it so many times, and it's kind of worn. It's, it's partly worn out. It also has uh, cigar ashes sort of embedded in the grooves, and I can't seem to clean them out using the, the, uh, using the, 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 the usual methods. I have for cleaning records. One of these days I'll explain to you on the radio. I have many, many, oh, I don't almost call them patented techniques for cleaning 70 RPM records. Many of them involve lighter fluid, so you've you got to be really careful and know what you're doing. So don't attempt anything until I explain to you on a future show how to clean your 70 RPM records. So before uh, Slim Gaylord, we heard Robert and Raymond from an episode of Mr. Trace. Keener than most persons. The old radio serial. That's the only episode we have. I'm very sorry, but there will not be a sequel. Uh, Helen Kane uh, saying, that's why I'm happy. And my, my brother, my big brother, Julius Edison, the older codger. And he made a recording called Diddy Why Diddy. It was, a, it was a song made famous by Blind Blake. And Julius, who was friends with Blind Blake, also made a recording of it, and we heard it right here on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU. Now, I'd like to, uh, once again, I'd like to say a few words about one of our proud sponsors here on the Old Codger Radio Show, the makers of uh, Rancho Malario Cigars. Uh, this company sells a terrific line of satisfying smokes. There's the Rancho Malario Corona, the Rancho Malario Robusto, the Rancho Malario Supremo, the Rancho Malario Peccadillo, the Rancho Malario uh, Maloliente, and the Rancho Malario Empapado. Pick up a box wherever off-brand cigars are sold. Be sure to ask to open the box and see if there's any mold before you buy it. Now, now finding a cigar store, well, there seems to be fewer and fewer places these days where you can go out on the street, walk down the block, and, and buy a cigar. Some of my buddies tell me that people are buying cigars on the Internet. I have no idea how you can sample a cigar by using a computer. Well, look, if you can't find Rancho Malario in your neighborhood, give me a call. You know my phone number because I give it on the radio a lot. Um, I have stacks and stacks of boxes uh, of Rancho Malarios in my Pouton Shanty storage shed. Uh, to make us a Rancho Malario, they, they give me free product. It's part of our sponsorship arrangement. And I, I can't keep up with the amount that they are obligated to give me for free. Uh, there's only so many cigars you can smoke in a day. So I'm happy to share. If you like, if you don't mind the fetid stench of my pout and shanty, and if you appreciate the 78 RPM records, you can stop by and smoke one with me and my cronies. But when you're finished, you should probably leave. And while you're there, do not handle the 78 RPM records. Just keep your mitts off of them. Okay? Oh, look, oh, I'm looking at the clock and thinking, what time is it? Oh, it's time for a soundtrack from a major motion picture. We have another one starring the great Jewish actress Betty Boop. I don't even have much information except the title. It's called Is My Palm Red? I don't know who the co-stars and the cameos are, but we're just going to hear the soundtrack. You're not going to see anything anyway. So here's Betty Boop and the soundtrack of Is My Palm Red on the Old Codger Radio Show. A hot cornet can go, sounding hot and blue. But a hot cornet can, like Betty Boop can do. A saxophone can go, but a saxophone can, like Betty Boop can do. This little miss would never miss a chance for vocal tuning. And anytime and anywhere you can hear this lady crooning. An auto horn can go. But an auto horn can. Like Betty Boop can do. Made of pen and ink. She can win you with a wing. Ain't she cute? Sweet Betty.
Betty Boop. Send her in. Concentrate. Concentrate. I will now bear the naked truth of your baby days.
Listeners and season's greetings from yours truly, Gus Bodenheim. Acquaintances, do you find, as I do, that the pressure of expected philanthropy is vexing at this already irksome time of year? Are you reluctant to purchase insipid trinkets made in the sweatshops of distant lands merely to bring an imagined smile to the face of some unknown child? Then why not participate in this year's Things for Tots endeavor? You see, we're all surrounded by objects we could do well without. And let's face it, in children, especially the very smallest, the gray matter has hardly begun to congeal in their still soft skulls. Why, anything at all could be palmed off as a plaything. Here's an ashtray. And some cufflinks I haven't worn in decades. In the magic of a child's mind, this might be an aircraft carrier with several jet bombers. Vroom, vroom. Or for girls, perhaps a pair of figure skaters in a rink. Hello, I'm Sonia Henny. Hello, I'm Van Johnson. Let us skate. Whee! So, come, join me in sharing the magic of the season while decluttering your home at the same time. Give two things for tots. Best of all, it's tax deductible. Thank you, and may whichever combination of holidays you choose to observe turn out to be agreeable. Fellas, just you fellas, listen to me. 
got something to tell you. I want you to listen to every word and govern yourself according. Now pay attention. You see these girls with these fine diamonds and fox furs and fine clothes? Well, Jack, they're looking for a husband. And you're listening to a man that knows. They don't hook They ain't fooling. And if you fool around with them, you're going to get yourself a schooling. If she saves your dough and won't go to a show, beware, brother, beware. And if she's easy to kiss and never resist, be careful. Beware, brother, be careful. And if you go for a walk and she just listens while you talk, she's trying to hook you. And if nobody's looking and she asks you to taste her cooking, don't do it, don't do it. And if you go to a show and she wants to sit in the back row, bring her down front. Bring her right down front. And if you go for a snack and she wants a boot in the back, watch her. She's trying to hook you. And listen, if she's used to caviar and fine silk, and when she goes out with you, she wants a hot dog and a malted milk. She's been used to going to Carnegie Hall, and when you take out nightclub and she wants to hear one meatball. That's all. If she grabs your hand and says, darling, you're such a nice man. Beware, I'm telling you. Listen to me. You think he's listening to me? Yeah, he's listening. You better listen to me. I'm telling you what's being put out. You better pick up on it. Now listen to this. If her sister calls you brother, you better get further. I'm telling you. You better hit her. You better hit her. And if she's kind of wild and she said, darling, please give me a trial. Don't do it. Don't be weak. Don't give it to her. If she looks up in your face and just melts into place, let her melt. Forget it. You think he's paying attention to it? Should I ask him about it? Should I? But still, I tell him about Tell him everything. Okay, I'll tell him. Listen. If she calls you on the phone and she says, darling, are you all alone? No, 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 you got three girls with you. Don't pay no test to women. Stand up for your rights. That's right. Be a man. Be a man. That's Superman. right. Should I tell him about Everything. this? Thing? Well, listen, this is very important. If you turn out the light and she don't fight, that's all. That's all. That's the end. It's too late then. She got you hooked. You just well to stick with her. Put on that race to farm and pay attention to me. Now, listen. If you get home about two and you don't know what to do and you pull back the curtain and the whole family's looking at you, get your business straight and set the date and don't be late. Gate. So brother, beware. The show scrubbers got to wrap it up. Uh, that was Louis Jordan and his Sympathy Five. And beware, Vontalise uh, uh, sang Ukulele Lady. And we heard the, the soundtrack of the major motion picture is My Palm Red, starring the great Jewish actress Betty Boop. Now, look, some listeners have written to me with their concerns. Uh, let me, this is the Old Codger here, and I just let me address those concerns. We here at the Old Codger Radio Show have not abandoned our campaign to make surface noise the national anthem. We have written letters to our congressmen, and we got some replies, and we're stunned to learn that some of our congressmen are women. Well, these, these reply letters were, were not terribly personal in their content. They almost read like they were written by office assistants. So, look, if we don't get action soon, me and my cronies might have to take to the streets and bust some heads. Figuratively speaking, of course, it's a metaphor. Disclaimer, they wanted me to read this disclaimer. No actual heads will be busted in our campaign to have surface noise declared the national anthem. Anyway, I'll be back next week. Stay tuned for some uh, Maury's Coney Island here on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County, 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. Dal mare l'onda si divide.
al sole l'oro sparirà da me lontano tu dal cielo muore tu se da questa terra io non partirò dal fiume l'acqua lenta svanirà dal tempo l'ora fuggirà da me lontano tu dal cielo muore se da questa terra io non partirò allora cercherò Terra che mi dia un nuovo grande amore, un altro cielo per il mio Dal 